Whites, welcome to a special episode of This Week in Marvel. I'm Ryan Panagos, a.k.a. Marvel's Agent M, and this week we're going to be joined by Mr. Tom Hiddleston. He plays Loki in our uh, Thor and Avengers films, and uh, I was very excited to talk to him. This is a little bit different for us because I'm doing this intro a couple weeks after the the actual interview. Uh, I chatted with Tom while he was in Australia, which was nuts. Um, The time difference was fun. Uh, but he was in the middle of, uh, or actually at the, right in the beginning of his whirlwind world tour press extravaganza. And, uh, it was fun to talk to Tom. Um, I hadn't seen the movie before talking to him. So, uh, you'll hear a story in here about him actually getting to watch the movie and his impressions and him talking about the film. And it's really cool. Uh, but I did get to see it, uh, you know, after the fact. And now I went back to Tom and I said he was right. So everything he says about the movie in this interview is correct. It's really freaking good. And he is incredible, as I'm sure you will know very shortly if you have not seen the film already. Um, There's going to be some cool stuff in here, uh, little bits and pieces, and mainly I wanted to have him answer questions from the fans, from you guys, all the Loki fans out there, especially on Twitter. Um, Thank you so much for all your support and uh, all your excitement around the film and around Tom's work and everything that we do at Marvel. It really... It just makes it so much fun for us to uh, to put this stuff together and, and to get it in front of you guys. So um, if we didn't get to your questions, I'm so sorry. We only had a limited amount of time, uh, and Tom <laughs> Tom's just amazing. He accommodates as much as possible, and uh, I thank him again. And, yeah, listen, and we'll be back right afterwards. Ryan. Tom. My friend, how are you? I'm so sorry I was keeping you. It's okay. Uh, just, you know, it's morning time in Sydney. I think I'm a full day ahead of you. Yeah. I, uh, whenever I go to Australia, it always throws me for a loop trying to figure out who's where and when. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but it's a lovely morning. Excellent. So, and now I've made my coffee, and um, you have to tell me when we're recording. <laughs> we're, are, you, are you recording now? I'm always recording. Uh, I am uh, I am recording from the start. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. Uh, How are you? I'm good. It's It's crazy. Over here, we've got New York Comic Con in two days. And as you know, from what we do at all the cons, it's like craziness and live stuff yeah. and scheduling and planning. So that's good. Um, I actually saw some photos from your tour in, uh, in Australia. Some look like some fun stuff, some morning shows, and you're on the cover of a newspaper over there? Yeah. Yeah, the Daily Telegraph and, and the Melbourne um, something, MX Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, actually, I had a, I, we had a, um, an event last night at one of the biggest cinemas in Sydney, um, uh, the event, uh, it was called Popcorn Taxi. Right, right. It's where we had the world premiere of, of Kenneth Branagh's Thor two years ago. Oh, nice. And um, it was, it was um, they basically had, had uh, released the 500 seats in the cinema um, to people who wanted to come for a, a Q&A. They were, they were going to show the Comic-Con footage from San Diego, all of it. So The Dark World, The Winter Soldier... Guardians and um, Age of Ultron, and then a Q and A with me and the Thor Loki clip in the cell, and then Avengers in 3D. So it was kind of like that's a great night for anyone who's a, a Marvel fan. That's a lot of fun. Um, anyway, they were apparently 3,000 uh, between three and 4,000 people applied for these seats, <laughs> uh, and uh, it was the most um, loving, generous. Um, like kind-hearted 
enthusiastic oh. crowd I could possibly hope for. It's a really amazing Q and A. That's so sweet. That's um, awesome. Yeah, because it, it, it was my first day on on the tour. It was just the most wonderful way to kick it off. That's great. Um, for the interview, you know, we've talked before, so I wanted to do what we did last time we did the podcast, which was get some fan sure. questions. And sure. I mean, you know, we've talked before about how great the fans are and how much they love you. And so I was holding yeah. out on, on, on posting about it because I knew how many questions and how many comments and stuff. Dude, I, said. I, don't, I honestly don't know how, how you survive. I mean, I know you love your job, but sometimes <laughs> I'm like, how does this, how does this man stay alive? Um, like, and but I just want to say now that I've got you on the phone, I'm so sorry I couldn't stop by at the booth in San Diego. Um, that time after the signing, I can't remember why you had, had to rush. You well, and this is totally it makes total sense to me because you spent extra time signing for the fans, and then you had yeah. been booked outside the convention at Nerd HQ. So you had That's you had obligations, and you were you were servicing the fans, which to me is always the the most important thing that we do yeah it was the thing is like because of the nerd hq thing because i had to be back on the plane that evening i don't think there was time to get from the signing to nerd hq in time i just felt like you know the nerd hq thing was actually wonderful too so yeah what yeah. i think i'll do next time is send one of my videographers on a pair of rollerblades and follow you around and ask questions on the go i think that's the easiest way <laughs> yeah. to get that done yeah amazing amazing um, so I uh, to talk to you, man. Really, really, truly. I know, like, I know how unbelievably hard you work um, with uh, undying, undimmed passion. So, well, thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. I do. It's 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 fun. I mean, we're we're both very lucky to really love what we do and have a lot of fun and get to meet some really great people and interact with the yeah. fans. It's it's a blessed time for us both. Have you seen the film yet, by the way? No, I haven't. Um, I think the last time I was in L.A., um, it was. It was pretty early on, so I hadn't had a chance, and it's hard to get a, a screening over here. Yeah. But well, you're going to love it. I know. I, I hear great you things. You are going to love it. I, I saw the final, final finished cut on Friday night, um, and um, I saw it at Disney HQ in, in London, and um, I just watched it on my own, and, and um, <clears throat> it, it was just so funny at the end. That was me and my publicist, and we were just watching it, and, and, and he absolutely loved it. And the great thing is because he wasn't you know, on set while we were making it, so in a way he doesn't see, um, he doesn't see the, the, uh, the placement of every brick. Do you know what I mean? He just sees the hole. And sure. um, he was just telling me how amazing he thought it was, and the, lights, the, the credits rolled, and we watched all the credits, and I turned around, and there was this sort of small figure at the back, and I thought, I couldn't see him in the dark. I was like, who is that? And I said, Hello? And there was no response, and then slowly the lights came up, and and it was Kevin um, <laughs> who turned up for the last, like for the last five, you know, for the last reel or whatever. And um, honestly, it's 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 sort of what it's the film I really I had always hoped it would be. Um, it's absolutely massive. I mean, it's so epic. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, it really, really is extraordinary. I had read the the script uh, or whatever version it was shortly before I was on set last year. And I mean, I, I loved it. It was like, it blew me away. And then I've heard that, you know, it's, it's even been updated and made more epic and bigger and crazier and more wonderful. So I'm super excited. Yeah. It, it, the stuff with um, Rene Russo is really, really amazing. Oh, the, those That's scenes. So I was, I can't wait to see those. 
Yeah, I think actually, I think the fans are gonna, you know, the true fans of the of um of the characters and the, the films and the, and the comics are really gonna love that stuff. It's great because it sort of it makes good on a promise that we made. You know, that that was only hinted at in the first film. Yeah. You know, the, the sort of the, the the actual glue binding this dysfunctional family together <laughs> is Frieda, and what happens when. <laughs> there are some some big moments that I think the fans will love. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, so for this podcast, I did again. You know, I wanted to pull in some questions from the fans. Got tons of crazy ones, um, and I pulled some some real you know some funny ones and some ones that I found interesting. So I'm gonna tackle them right away. Um, Here we go. We've this got this week in Loki. This week in Loki. Uh, this week in Loki. Here we are on a sunny day outside Sydney Opera House. Uh, what's going on? Loki on the phone. We've got the first one is from Carrie Ingram. She's Sherlock Dean on Twitter. She says, "What is your favorite aspect of Loki's personality, and what appeals to you most about the character?" Oh wow! Um, my favorite aspect of of, of it's really hard to answer actually because there are so many. But my, my probably my favourite aspect of him is um, his inclination, his completely natural inclination to mischief. Um, and um, I think it, mischief in the dictionary says um, uh, like a, a predisposition to tease, or a predisposition for playfulness or teasing, and and basically to for that to be my day job to turn up for work and be as playful as I possibly can is um, is the thing I find most fun about him. Um, it's just a really fun thing to play. Mischief. You know, that's it. That's great. Uh, Gunhild Skjold asked, who is the funniest person on set for Thor The Dark World? Uh, um... <laughs> <laughs> um who is the funniest person? And the reason I chose this one because many fans were asking, are there were there pranksters on the set? Were you pranking people? Was it was there a lot of silliness? I mean, with you know a number of the cast, you've been through a couple movies now, so it's kind of fun. Yeah, I guess like the the there are, there is a lot of fun that happens on set, and that usually comes out of um, kind of self humiliation, I suppose. <laughs> um, um, for example. Um, Zachary Levi and myself would routinely um, start the day in the makeup bus, um, you know, it's five, five or six o'clock in the morning with renditions of Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me oh. by George Michael and Elton John, um, much to the dismay of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hate to add Zachary Levi is a bona fide musical theater star um, <laughs> and um, and I sound like a cat being sick. Um, <laughs> nevertheless, our renditions of Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me will go down in history, if you'll forgive my wordplay. I will. Uh, I hope um, someone recorded it one of the times you guys were singing. Well, maybe we'll do it sometime. I don't know. But also, I, I should hasten to add, um, uh, Chris Hemsworth and I are incapable of being on set together <laughs> and not behaving like a pair of children. Um, and there was one... Uh, one one day in Iceland, when the temperatures plummeted, and um, in order to keep ourselves warm, we played the, literally the stupidest games. It, the, they're the kind of games that you you would play with your brother and sister when you were like in the back seat of a long car journey. Um, I mean, just so <laughs> stupid, it's really really puerile, ridiculous stuff. And actually, 
Natalie is <laughs> hysterical on set, genuinely. She's really, really funny, really dry. Have you ever yeah, seen Google. Have you ever seen her song with the Lonely Island, or heard the song? I should say, the um, no, the rap that, song that, that she did. Oh uh, yes, I have. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. Uh, she's a I can't believe I forgot Natalie. In fact, if I would, if I were to give someone, if I were to make it a gold medal, silver medal, bronze medal, I would probably give Natalie the gold medal. Well done. Yeah. There you go. Nice. Um, Diesel on Twitter asks, "What is your favorite song right now?" And I always like that you post about music and, and sort of that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's fun. It's good. It's 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 who we are, you know. Like music for me is so important, and I know it is for you. Yeah. Man, it's hard to say what's my favorite song right now. Have you heard the new uh, Churches record? No, I haven't. Oh, I should send um, that to you. You'd love it. I would love to hear that. Yes. Actually, I would. Uh, I know my favorite song is a song that hasn't been released yet, so maybe I shouldn't say that. <laughs> um, um, but it is extraordinary, and I will be sure to, 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 to you know, post about it at some point. I think um, it's a song. I've got two. I've got two songs. No, I've got three. Can I say three? You, you can say as many as you like. Okay. So the first one is um, Slipped by The National mm-hmm. from their album. Um, what is that? What is that album called? I think it's called... Um, Someone will find me. Let me just check that. <laughs> My iPhone here. Uh, trouble will find me. Of course it is. How did I get that wrong? Yeah, uh, slipped. L I P P E D mm-hmm. by the National from their album Trouble Will Find Me. Um, closely followed by the next track on the album, which is I Need My Girl. And both songs taken together are just really beautiful and kind of. I just, it's very hard to describe why music is good. It just, you know, when, it, when you love it, you just love it. You when you know, you know. His voice yeah. is wonderful, too. Yeah, really, truly. Um, and uh, changing the mood slightly, um, the song that's kind of defined my year since the album came out is the last song on Random Access Memories by Daft Punk, mm-hmm. and it's called Contact. Um, and it's absolutely amazing. Have you heard, have you heard it? Oh, yeah. I've I played that record over and over again. And particularly, I really like the um, the, the more Daft Punky songs on that, like Contact. Contact is amazing. I actually had a fantasy at one point. Because um, I run, I mean, it's amazing, no secret, I run all the time. And um, I run to it. And I had a sort of like, I, I remember the um, the, the post the credit sequence in the end of Thor, which kind of an extraordinary journey through space and time. And I kind of had this fantasy of like, of making a music video um, of all of the Bifrost travel and the sort of, you know, traveling through space stuff from all of the, the, the Thor movies cut to contact. I think it would look absolutely amazing because I found a, a video on YouTube of, um, the um, space travel in uh, 2001 Space Odyssey, um, which was cut into that track, and it's absolutely breathtaking. I am pretty sure we'll see someone cut that after listening to this podcast, and I, I look forward to it. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, good. <laughs> that wasn't intentional, but no, but, but you should check, definitely check out the. Um, I think it's on YouTube somewhere. Um, 
the stuff the Kubrick's like literally groundbreaking footage cut to that track yeah um, is amazing nice and the other thing I'm listening to a lot is um, guitar solo number five by Neil Young from his soundtrack to Dead Man hmm. I can't explain why it's just um, uh, I've loved that soundtrack for a lot, for ages. Quite apart from the fact that I've just you know made a film with Jim Jarmusch, but I but it but sometimes I play it at night, and it's like a sort of electric howl from the heaven. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's there's something so primal about the way he plays that particular track. Um, I just love it. Guitar solo number five. By I'm gonna, young. I'm gonna have to check that one out. I've not heard that. Yeah. Mm. Um, all right, a couple more. In fact, the Dead Man is amazing. Yeah, Dead Man is in the um, the what, what year is that from? The nineties. What year? Ninety-seven, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know the movie. Yeah. Cool. A um, couple more. We say we've got uh, Andre asks: is, is there one thing you would like to say to Loki? What would it be, and why? Uh. Um, it's okay, man. It's okay. <laughs> Let's hug it out. Let's hug it out. I like that. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, uh, it's, yeah, it's an interesting question. You know, it, actually, the, when, we, when we were making the film, the one thing that Chris Hemsworth kept wanting to ask about Loki was, one, it was a one-word uh, sentence. And it was simply, Why? Why? Like, what do you, what do you want? Um, and it was a question that really fascinated him. I think it's interesting. Nice. Helena Plum uh, tweeted that she says that you're great at impressions, and I did not know that about you. Um, and she asked, uh, can you do the ultimate impression of Christopher Walken? Well, I don't know what you want me to say I mean, um, here we are on uh, <laughs> Tuesday um, talking about Thor, the dark world. Um, I don't know what else there is. How am I doing? I don't know. <laughs> um, I think I should do Christopher Walken as Loki. Um, um, it's not this simpler. It's this. Not your natural state, the unspoken truth of humanity that you crave subjugation. <laughs> I think that's all I got, man. No, no, that was great. You, you hit some of those, those levels that he hits perfectly. That was, that was wonderful. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Impressions, I've, I've just always done them. I don't quite know why. Um, they're always done out of respect. Respect for the mastery of a particular... Of order. course. Sure, sure. Uh, many fans were asking, one, about your hair, and two, about your costume. But uh, Taryn Cook asks, what was your favorite part of the Loki costume? Um, what's my favorite part? I love that coat, mm. um, if I'm honest. I... The, the sort of um, the long black leather coat with a kind of the inverse of a zipper on the outside, on the sort of on the rim of the 
the piping, as it were, where the piping would be. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I just, it's some, there's something about the um, elegance of it and the, the sort of, um, you know, leather is, is a very thick material and it's, and it, and it, and it's protective as well. Um, so the fact that he's got a kind of protective layer on that has been, that has been um, cut into a very elegant shape, I think is very true to Loki's spirit. Nice. So um, whenever I put that coat on, I felt like him. That's my favorite bit. That's very cool. Uh, I think for the last question, because I know you're, you're on a tight schedule, um, the Tom H. fan site asked, can you give us one word that can sum up Thor the Dark World? What, just the one word? Wow. One <laughs> word. A surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's a good one. That's great. There you go. Excellent. Awesome. Well, thank you, Tom. I appreciate it. Okay. It's my absolute pleasure. I wish we could talk for longer. Yes. Hopefully, I'll see you around soon, somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When are you um, are you coming to see the film at any point? I I hope so. Um, or not? Yeah, because we're doing a couple of premieres. We're doing we're going to London and uh, Paris and Berlin and and New York. I think I'm I'm coming to New York at some point, and then we're definitely doing a premiere in LA. Nice. Well, I'll I'll be in New York. I don't know if I'll make it to LA, but you know the doors always open. If you ever want to come by New York and rest up and not get mobbed out there, you get mobbed in here. It'll oh, be wonderful. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. Maybe we can have some tacos. I hear that those are the things that you love. I do love the tacos. I know a couple of good places. Yeah. Okay. Good. All right. I'm a big fan too. <laughs> good. Take care. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. Adios. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. All right. Thanks, guys. Uh, like I said, Tom was fantastic. Um, I, uh, yeah, I was really delighted by how this turned out. Um, just that Christopher Walken impression is one of my favorite things. And if that doesn't get ripped and looped and put on a bunch of tumblers, I will be sorely disappointed in the fandom. Uh, all right, guys. Stay tuned to uh, This Week in Marvel for much more about all things Marvel. Uh, follow Tom on Twitter at TW Hiddleston. Follow Marvel at Marvel uh, and use hashtag This Week in Marvel or hashtag This Week in Loki to let us know what you thought of the podcast. This is Marvel, your universe. <laughs>